is Free Talk Live, where, as always, you're invited to call in, share your thoughts and opinions, 603-283-6160, if you'd like to do that. That's 603-283-6160. With you tonight, it's Aria. Beagles Mountaineer. And Richie Rich. And, of course, uh, for, from my point of view, the big news of today is Julian Assange and the stroke that he had in jail, which I didn't even notice until you pointed this out prior to the show, Peakless, that the stroke actually occurred in October. We're just now hearing about it. Yeah, I'm asking, hey, have we covered this already? Because apparently it was in October, and it's like, no, that just came out today. And I'm like, what? What? Oh, brother. Yeah, the news just came out today, very conveniently timed based on his losing the extradition hearing or whatever to the United States, which I'm hoping he's appealing. And that There's more important news to be covered, people. Didn't you hear about Juicy Smollett? <laughs> I heard something about that. He still but has a Subway sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> just like I did with um, uh, the Cal Rittenhouse thing, I just let it all blow right past me without paying any attention to it because... I, okay. It was obvious from the beginning that it was just going to be one of those things that people fought over. I will say this. The Cal Rittenhouse thing, probably a little bit more important than the Juicy Smollett because Juicy Smollett. Uh, I thought it was Smollett. Holly, whatever. Here's the thing. I've heard it pronounced so many ways, and I'm just going to pronounce it how Dave Chappelle says it. <laughs> that is the funniest way to say it. Juicy Smollett. Mm-hmm. Right. But he's he was the Hollywood celebrity, right? So his crime or non-crime or whatever it happened to be seem to be more media focused than the actual thing that happened with the Kyle Rittenhouse thing, right? Like the Kyle Rittenhouse self-defense in the midst of a riot seemed to be well, vastly more important in the grand scheme of things. Than oh, I Hollywood completely actor. agree. Yeah. I was going to say like, wait, do you mean like the percentage of it? Yes. Uh, I would definitely say there was more media coverage of uh, Kyle Rittenhouse and people's opinions about Kyle Rittenhouse, but that was a thing that actually happened where people got shot. Yeah. So the percentage wise, like that, there was things that happened. Right. Whereas uh, Jussie Smollett, or uh, however you want to say that, uh, yeah, nothing actually happened. Like it was one hundred percent media. Right. So, like percentage wise, that's definitely more media. Right. And that's what I'm saying. So, I joked about it because should it have been covered at all? Probably not. No. When you know, well, no. If, like if the there was Assange the thing? slightest bit of integrity in journalism, then they'd have gone, "Hmm, that seems suspicious." Is yeah. there any, um, oh, what do you call that, evidence that this might have actually occurred? Instead of going, "Hey, that supports our narrative. Let's put it up there." And it did support their narrative. I mean, here you have. I, I think he's black. I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure. I seem to recall that he was black. Yes, and, and gay. gay. So when he was attacked by his former lover and his brother or whatever, which, by the way, for those who did, I did not follow it, but I couldn't help but notice that one of the people he was in like gay bathhouses with, or some one of the people he paid to attack him or whatever, the whole thing was just a mess from the start. But that didn't stop the media from taking it and carrying it off as this hate crime that is proof of just how divisive everything is i was like well yeah because people keep faking crap like this yes well this mega country well we libertarians have a lot of focus on economics and one of the things you learn first about economics is supply and demand and unfortunately for the left the demand for white supremacists and just extreme racial cruelty is way lower than the supply for it so they decided to fill that economic niche by making some stuff up 
Yeah, like cheap unfortunately Chinese, so. Cheap Chinese knockoff racism. <laughs> exactly. This was this was cheap Chinese knockoff racism. In other news, in wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I have to. Just I think carry I'm spiraling. Is calling it Chinese itself, in fact, racist to do? Okay, I'm back. All right. So in other news, uh, inflation still an issue. Biden is promising people that, hey, the, the worst is going to be behind us soon because he doesn't know what inflation is. And they're, they're going to pass this one and a half trillion dollar spending bill. I forget what they call this one. And it's going to make the inflation worse because they have to generate that one point five trillion dollars. That's Stop. okay. Wages are going to go up. You'll be fine. Stock markets, of course, are at an all-time high. Well, people have finally realized that the wages increase they got didn't do them any damn good because the increase in prices completely wiped that out, and then some. The fight yeah. for 25. So, hopefully. <laughs> well, I and just, just a quick note on that one. Like For me, when it crossed the line is like, okay, so there are dollar stores and dollar stores and the dollar stores are like well it's 250 it's three bucks it's five for this and then there's like dollar like dollar tree yeah dollar tree was the we are a dollar store if we can't sell it to you for a dollar then we don't carry it yeah it may be a pack of cookies that only contains like six duplex cookies in it but damn it it's a dollar exactly (laughs) and i kind of i thought that's what they would end up going with this was just making the products that they carry much less lower quality. They've been doing that for so long, though. Okay. I mean, I haven't been to a Dollar Tree in quite a long time, but the last time I checked, it was pretty much that. You got some of the cheapest, most horrible duplex cookies ever, and there was like 14 of them in there, and it was a dollar, versus the 20 that it would have been 10 years ago, or the 30 that it would have been 15, 20 years ago. We've got past due canned goods and rotten milk. That's all (laughs) you're going to get for a dollar these days. Well, and that's the thing. At this point, they can't even do that. Okay. Like, they, they've been scraping the bottom of the barrel for a while. It's like, ah, headphones. Oh, well, they've got magnets in them. They're shaped like headphones, but you don't actually hear anything through them. But, I mean, they've been scraping. Do they scraping sell them. headphones? At- yeah. Yeah, wow. they do. Okay. Yeah. I don't think, I, honestly, I don't think I've ever been into a Dollar Tree. So, I'm yeah. I'm shocked to hear they sell headphones. And I'm kind of curious now how bad Dollar Tree headphones actually are. They've got to be <laughs> really bad. It's right? worse than the ones they hand you on the airplane. Significantly. Really? Yes, Because those are pretty bad. Because yeah. <laughs> the last time I flew, they gave me some, and I was like, all right, sure, why not? I Listening to music helps pass the time. But after, like, two minutes of that, I was like, eh, no. It's one strand of copper, and that's all you're going to get. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, at this point, they can't even do that anymore. So, okay, they're like, okay, forget this. We're going to, re- we're going to redo the whole thing and figure out what we can sell for $1.25. And it's like, oh, crap. You just added a quarter of the price. Like, okay, this is for me. This is the line. Like, we have officially entered the 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 zone of inflation that we were promised from twenty twenty. Yeah, I mean, it's only going to get worse as well. Pretty soon, it will be the two dollar tree store, then the three dollar tree store, then the five dollar tr- tree store, and that becomes very difficult to say. But it's not going to get any better, and the government is just going to keep printing more money because evidently their their solution to the problem that is an increase in prices is to just print more money. That's why Biden's saying the worst is about to be behind us because they're about to print more money and somehow that's going to fix all of the problems created from the last time they printed a bunch of money and just gave it to people. At what point do we just like stop with the nickel and the penny and then just move the decimal point? Well, they're trying. Well, see, Venezuela has done that. Zimbabwe, I think, did that. They wait till it's like hundreds of trillions. Right, well, we, can I mean, just, we just move it now. Yeah, why wait? Right. Yeah. Well, just, I mean, they're they're poking in that direction already. Like we had the the coin shortage, 
That's that's what a weird thing too. Was okay. there ever really a coin shortage? Though? I did not experience. I honestly it. don't believe that there was a real coin shortage. But they kind of wanted to go. Hey, could we just like not have these anymore? How how freaked out will people get if we just didn't have coins? That it's was like, the weirdest thing ever about last year. Is just suddenly everyone had signs up talking about the coin shortage. And I worked at a place where we frequently, you know, cashed out customers and stuff like that. There was no coin shortage we never had difficulty getting coins or giving people correct amounts of change and nowhere that i shopped at had that problem yeah i'm sure there's some world controller somewhere who's looking over the books and going you know i'm pretty sure we can do away with everything but quarters and they won't freak out too bad that's probably the case i mean they're going okay well by 2024 i think we can do this Uh, maybe we can do this again uh 2027 it could be a local thing too maybe the you know bigger cities where they're you know exponentially more people I know they've there. been talking about getting rid of, rid of the penny off and on throughout my entire life. And I because it still costs more to produce. I would love to get rid of both so the penny yeah. and Just, the nickel, both of them. And that's it's what not, I'm saying. And it's not because they, they cost too much to produce or anything like that. It's because those two coins in, and the dime, those three coins okay. in particular, they're not worth it to bend over and pick them up and throw them in the trash, but they're impossible <laughs> to sweep up. Okay. <laughs> so they're just completely useless. The How many flat, man right? hours a year are we losing from people right. trying to get rid of these? It's just annoying. It's like, okay. Let the immigrants do it. They'll come in and they'll pick up the nickels and the dimes. But if you're sweeping and there's a penny in your floor, you can't just carry on sweeping. You have to stop and manually pick up that penny. It's True. annoying. It's stupid. And I hate everything about it. I just don't want to deal with vacuum, it. vacuum. That's for sure. I know those pennies, man. All that precious metal makes them heavy. <laughs> 603-283-6160. It's Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. You can join us, share your thoughts and opinions, 603-283-6160 if you'd like to do that. Again, that's 603-283-6160. With you tonight, it's Aria. Nicholas Mountaineer. And Rich Rich. And we're talking about coins and how useless they are. And you know, the smallest unit of currency for Bitcoin is called the Satoshi because the Bitcoin unlike the USD, is divisible down to the eighth decimal, whereas the USD is only divisible down to two. And if you don't know what any of that means, head on over to Bitcoin.com. Click Getting Started at the top of the page. They have a couple of videos there for you. Just take a few minutes out of your day to learn about this important, world-changing information. As I understand it, Bitcoin is still on sale, hovering somewhere around the $50,000 per range, down from its peak at like 68000 something like that. And if you already know about Bitcoin, head on over to news.bitcoin.com to stay up to date on all the news and headlines that are relevant to you. All on a sleek, easy-to-use modern website. You can even buy cryptocurrency there, evidently, right there on their homepage as well. That's bitcoin.com. Let's go to the phones. We have Rob calling from Vermont. Rob, you're on Free Talk Live. Thank you for taking my call. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? I I don't think it... You know, I, I've been a fan of Bitcoin for a long time, and I've known all you guys for a real long time. But I, I don't know. I think that physical coins that they have some value. Well, I, I would say that goldbacks have some value. My my issue with the penny and the nickel and the dime and the quarter to a lesser extent isn't that they don't have any. It's not that they're physical forms of. You know, currency. They're supposed to have melt value sure they in addition to trade I mean, value. Think about this. Anything before 1964 in quarters, dimes, nickels, 
after all and silver but that's all the silver okay that's fair yeah that's that's the melt value that i'm talking about and to a certain extent that's one of the reasons i miss my old job because every night it was my job to count all the money and make the bank deposit and all of that and i would look because they're so distinctly visible the 1963 and earlier quarters i would just look oh yep i'm taking that one here is you your useless quarter in place of it yep i do miss that so you're right uh, some currencies, some coins actually do have precious metal in them, but that's very rare. I'm mean, getting more rare as collectors swipe those up as well. Yeah, I think in the three years I worked there, I found maybe two. It, and, and unfortunately, that happened because, I mean, the government's just taken all of it away. I mean, they did away with the $10 gold seal back in 1974. Nixon did. You know, even at the penny. They did away with them in 1982 was the last year they made copper pennies. And what I didn't know about copper pennies is that I didn't even know it was that recent. I would assume it yeah. was much oh, longer sure. ago than that. Well, that's exactly the thing. They've they've turned uh, nickels, dimes, and quarters into pennies. Like the reason we had silvers because that was valuable. The reason we had copper exactly. is that was still somewhat valuable, but less valuable than silver. So they've turned they've turned everything into pennies and pennies into imaginary. The, the coins that you have in your pocket and the money that you fold in your wallet, it's all food stamp money. It's all promise, promissory notes. Right. Yeah, know? absolutely. But, so but, uh, so yeah. aside from the collector's part of it, are you are you still suggesting that those things have value beyond? Yeah, dist- well, I mean, think about this. All the pennies that were from that was 1900 all the way up to 1982. Yeah. They're worth almost three cents a piece. Where, okay. you know, the pennies that you get nowadays, it's just a slug. It, it, there's, there's no value in it. it there's, no, yeah. there's no copper in it. There's nothing. I think you're agreeing with us. Yeah. Yes, I am. Okay. Thank you so much for the call tonight, Rob. <laughs> of course, I'm a fan of the goldbacks as far as digital currency goes. I mean, as far as physical currency goes and as far as digital currency goes. It pairs very well with like Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, Dash, Monero in particular, right. and all of these other digital currencies. Because obviously, you don't want to just send someone $100 in gold backs via mail if you can avoid it. Instead, and a lot of our shopping, a lot of my shopping at least, or I think a lot of the average person's shopping is done online. Well, gold backs don't really serve that role. So we do need some sort of digital currency with which to make online purchases. And we do need a physical currency that's... It, it it is just easier to hand a store some gold backs instead of taking out my phone, scanning a QR code, and all of that. For that purchase, yes. However, one one of the things that is in need in addition to the gold back is something slightly more divisible. Unless you're going to start cutting gold backs in half, just right. wait a while. Are you saying that there's something? It'll in get the, it'll get so bad that we have to have a, a smaller unit. Okay. Then so, a I mean, thousandth like, of an ounce. The, yes, because absolutely. the smallest but, but, absolutely. So well, a right thousandth now, of an ounce for, of gold. Let me explain to listeners because okay. the smallest value of a gold back is one one thousandth of a troy ounce of gold, which okay. is currently in raw gold terms. I think is pro- probably worth like three dollars, three dollars twenty five cents, right. something along there. So if I want to buy a pack of gum, I'm not going to spend a gold back on a pack of gum. 
That's that's right. exactly my point. So uh, because of the the price that it actually takes and and the cost involved in turning turning it into this thing that you can actually use, so they usually trade for about four bucks for uh, a one uh, a one denomination gold back. But as uh, as it ramps up further and further into like higher and higher prices, I mean, one gold back is going to be worth more than four bucks. So you mean uh, as the USD becomes less valuable due to the increase in the money supply that the government is creating, a single gold back will be worth like ten USD. Precisely, or something my like point. that. So a year from now, I could use a gold back to buy my pack of gum. No, because by then a pack of gum would be worth five dollars in USD, so which would still more. be half of one gold back. Mm-hmm. So I think that uh, it'll before long it'll be worth uh, uh, putting smaller and smaller amounts of gold. Just because you can't trade one gold back for for as much. Well, it's not or, impossible. I would actually love to see some coins, not, like yeah. just some plastic coins with like just a tiny little piece of gold in it that says this is one ten thousandth of a troy ounce, or this is one uh, whatever denomination, one twenty five hundredth of a troy ounce. Or right. hear me out, actual coins in silver or copper. But like, how much gold is that actually in a in a single golden coin? It, it's going to be the, well. The, the single golden coin is usually an ounce. To well, I mean, to chip you, that down, like there's if you had gold. Like, uh, if, I mean, if, if you, you talk about a overpaying for gold, piece of silver, that thing's already worth like what five ten bucks, right? But but old pieces of silver, right? You could break them in half, mm. and that's that's why the term pieces of eight mm-hmm. is a thing, right? The piece of eight is like one eighth of an ounce of silver. And so the silver had like snap marks on it where you could pop it off, mm-hmm. right. and then you'd have like one piece of eight, which you know, or a bit is probably very easy to lose. I would imagine. Uh, yeah. What, mean, so <laughs> compared to like the dimes and nickels and pennies you're finding on the, I net? don't mind losing those. Those okay. are worthless. That's what that was my point well, right. earlier. So, I, mean, I don't even want to bend over to pick them up and throw them in the trash. Right. So if you've got something, say the the size of a quarter, you you can snap it into eight pieces. Well, each one of those pieces of eight is going to be worth like a dollar. For now, for and now. then it's going to be worth like two dollars. Then, then do this, that. Oh, then this t- tiny little sliver is worth so much. Then do that with copper. What I'm saying is, I don't know. I don't know how you're going to put that. I don't know how you're going to structure that into bill form to make it small enough to carry just bills. Well, in that case, just use maybe they'll maybe they'll do silverbacks uh, for a pack of gum. Yeah, just use Bitcoin Cash. Okay. When the fee on Bitcoin is Cash is extremely divide, low. Uh, it is the most divisible currency. Well, what are your thoughts on all of all. this? 603-283-6160. There's more coming up, including camels getting Botox, believe it or not. It's Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live's video archives have been on Library for years. Library is an uncensorable, decentralized, blockchain-based media sharing protocol, and we're big fans of it here on Free Talk Live. In 2020, Library launched Odyssey, a video sharing website to compete with YouTube, and it's really taking off, now with over 1 million channels, many of whom are disaffected YouTube creators. During YouTube's crackdown for not towing the government line on COVID, the Free Talk Live YouTube channel started receiving strikes and could be completely taken down at any moment. Thankfully, Odyssey started offering live streaming, so we're now streaming live every night and posting our video archives permanently to Odyssey. You can watch live or anytime on our Odyssey channel by visiting video.freetalklive.com. If you want to go all in, download the desktop app at lbry.com, and then every video archive you watch, you'll help seed and keep it online forever. At minimum, we ask you visit video.freetalklive.com and follow us on Odyssey today. Video.freetalklive.com. Thank you. 
your calls and thoughts are welcome. 603-283-6160 if you'd like to weigh in. Again, the call-in line for those who want to share their opinions on national radio is 603-283-6160. With you tonight, it's Aria. Beakless Mountaineer. And Rich Rich. And we've been telling you about how Intercoin can help any business or organization launch their own currency or raise money using their own token. Well, Intercoin has launched its investor token worldwide. So for the first time, it's available on exchange. You can find links to both of the exchanges their own because they're actually on two now. Uniswap and Xmarkets. That's exmarkets.com. Xmarkets.com is probably the the safer of the two because all you need to sign up there is an email address, which means you actually get to keep your privacy intact. It also means you can only deposit cryptocurrencies and you know trade them for um, Tether and then use that to buy ITR. But still, you get to keep your privacy. That's xmarkets.com. Learn more about the Intercoin vision at intercoin.org. That's I-N-T-E-R coin.org. And maybe just pick up some ITR yourself on xmarkets.com. You just might be advancing the cause of liberty around the world. Now, we're, I want to get into inflation and the stock market doing great because there's this huge disconnect where the media, it's almost like the media was told, hey, stop talking about the economy and how much people are suffering because two weeks ago, that's all it was about. People going into debt, people not being able to buy food, not being able to buy Christmas gifts for their family. That's- it's shopping season. Yes, and I realized that today, uh, not, every week I have to go and get more cat food and dog food and stuff like that. And I generally go to Walmart for that, despite hating Walmart. I, I took about 15 steps into Walmart and saw how packed it was with people who were doing last Christmas shopping, last minute Christmas shopping, just turned around and walked right back out. Okay. Like, hmm, this is worth the difference in price for me to not deal with. Yeah. So it may not have been worth my time. However, I'm probably up you know, a few bucks on Walmart because of how poorly they did in delivering a $3 curtain rod to me. Okay. So I'm up a few bucks on Walmart, but it's completely by accident. It's because their self-checkout doesn't give you the space to put your stuff. You just have to take it out of the basket, scan your stuff, and then end up putting it back in the basket. Okay. And because of that, I missed a bottle of Excedrin or something that I bought from them. So you're shoplifting. Yes. I, okay. I, 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 it's their fault for not having a place for me to put my stuff there. No. I, I didn't realize it until I got back out to my car and I was pushing the shopping basket back. And I was like, oh, yeah, this, there's that. And you can't take it in and be like, hey, look, I forgot to ring this up. Can you ring this up? No, because well, you can. could. You absolutely can. I've heard of stories of people being arrested for that. Oh, okay. Well, then that's bad policy. Because you're going part. in and admitting that you stole it. Okay. I can see well, what you you're saying. Go back in. Go back to the self checkout line. Uh, I could smuggle it in. It up. That's yes, true. Exactly. Okay. Okay. I did not consider that. I'll have to I've, do that next time. I've, I've, literally, I've literally done that with spices. Like I, I realized mean, a, that I that I left them in the in the bottom of the cart and didn't put them out. And I'm like, okay, you know, this is not worth my doing this this time. You know, once I get home, it's like I'll I'll bring it in next time. It is surprisingly easy I do it. to forget something small at the bottom okay. of your basket like that. I'm specifically talking about being on the phone and in the chat window with customer service for a three dollar and rod. them going like make, I'm like make it up to me like here's another ten dollar gift certificate. <laughs> here's okay. another. So, but when they finally delivered this curtain rod, like a twenty five dollar gift certificate to get a three dollar curtain rod. It's like, well, you can probably make us lose enough money on bad reviews that here's a $10 gift certificate. Or just bugging the manager. Because, like, when they called me back, right, they called me back. I got, I got like, the direct line to that department okay. on my caller ID. So I'm not going through the menus anymore. I'm just going, like, right to the department. 
here's who I talked to yesterday, who's in charge today. If you guys don't fix it today, I'm calling you back tomorrow. And I did this for like a week. So it took them a week to deliver a $3 curtain rod, but also, you know, at least $35, $45 in gift certificate credit nice. to spend at Walmart. At any rate, this is why I prefer Target, despite it being a little more expensive. There's substantially fewer people in there, but not today. So I, I have plenty of cat food and dog food, but after taking a look in Target, same issue. People just spending money like crazy. And we know for a fact that a lot of these people are going into debt in order to buy these Christmas presents. I mean, people are broke. Yep. And the instead of talking about that now, news media sites are just all, but the stock market is at an all-time high. It's like, look, this is not what people who are going into debt to buy their kids Christmas presents, as stupid as that is, it's not what they need to hear right now. And it's not making them happy. I spent a lot of money on Black Friday, but I did most of it like through PayPal and PayPal's credit system, like pay no interest for six months. I'm like, okay, deal. Like, I don't have to spend all this money today. Now, was that actual Black Friday or were you doing it online? I, well, I was online, but it was Black Friday sales. Okay. I heard Black Friday suck this year, at least as far as in-store sales go. I don't know because I've never done it. Yeah, it's as soon as I got on the internet, I stopped fighting lines at Black Friday sales. Yeah, I don't but, blame you. It doesn't sound usually, like a very fun time. But I usually my my Black Friday shopping is usually video games, specifically like Nintendo games, because okay. it's the only time you're going to get any sort of a deal on yeah. a Nintendo game <laughs> at all. So like I go like okay, here's the Black Friday sale. Here's all the games that I may want to play in the next year, and I'm getting them today. I reacquired a Wii U recently. For those who don't know, I got raided on March the 16th by the FBI. And among the things that they took from my house was my Nintendo Wii U. And it just wasn't a priority to replace it until recently. Yep. So I, I finally got around to it. And I looked on the uh, the shop online to buy some of the games that I'm missing because it's easier that way. And it's these, more expensive than it was before. These crazy people at Nintendo want $50 for the HD re-release of Twilight Princess. I'm like, dude, that no. That's... Ten dollars tops it. How this else point. are you going to play it? It's a Nintendo game. If it was Xbox or PlayStation, yeah, you could get a deal somewhere could, down the line. I no, could easily Nintendo. just boot up Dolphin on my PC and play it just fine. Well, now you're admitting to more criminal activity. It's just not, no. There's nothing illegal about that. I have a physical copy of oh, the GameCube okay. version of Twilight right, Princess, and I ripped enough. it myself. All right. But yeah, there there are ways to do it, but not the HD version, and that's right. where it, that's where they get you. But anyway, all of that aside, I want to get into this article. Making it high def doesn't add forty dollars worth of value. It probably did six, seven years ago, or whenever the Wii U was actually, you know, not an obsolete piece of junk hardware that <laughs> only exists for the purpose of two games that you can't find. Everything else on the Nintendo Wii U got re-released on the Nintendo Switch. And a lot of that is because the Wii U failed as a console, but the yes. games were good. Mm. Yes. But just not enough people, it did, did not get in front of enough people. And the, so now it's getting re-released on the Switch, which is in front of a vastly larger audience. But not Wind Waker HD and not Twilight Princess HD. And the, Understood. And The Legend of Zelda being my favorite series. I love those two games. Not so much Twilight Princess, but okay. Wind Waker, you know, I would I bought a Wii U just to be able to play Wind Waker HD again. Because hmm. it's that good of a game. But before we got all into that, we talked about Julian Assange, the WikiLeaks founder who, according to news outlets today, suffered a stroke in jail... Here's the exact headline. WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange suffers stroke in jail after court rules he can be extradited to America. Oh, no. I hope he's okay. Well, hmm. he seems to be relatively okay, but that's a curious headline. No, that's strange. I, I don't think that's accurate. It's not accurate at all. He suffered this stroke. 
I mean, the courts just ruled, like, last week that he could be extradited to the United States. That's what I thought. And this this stroke happened in October, long before this ruling was made. So the headline isn't just inaccurate, it's wrong. The 50-year-old is being held at the—I will say I'm glad that they're now using, you know— clean-shaven, nice-looking pictures of Julian Assange instead of the crazy, babbling madman who got dragged out of the embassy pictures Scruffy that they were beard, using. Long yeah, long hair. They're now yeah, using... T- turns totally... out involuntary confinement, not real good for your optics. Absolutely not. He has reportedly, reportedly been left with a drooping right eyelid, memory problems, and signs of neurological, neurological damage following a mini-stroke. It's reported that the stroke happened at the time of a high court appearance via video link in October, long before this ruling by the United Courts, by the United Kingdom's courts, that he could be extradited. His fiance. Your own article says you're wrong. It's like yes, while he was while he was being brought before this court that ruled this. Headlines are meant to be catchy, man. But it's it's false. It's fake news. In, in effect. Well, you're a Trumpster. It's already been decided that fake news is a matter of opinion. But this not, because that's Fact not how checking time his works. Opinions. They say he suffered the stroke in jail after the court made that ruling. That's not what my fact checker said. Well, that's not what their own freaking <laughs> article said. What are your thoughts? Take it up with the editor. 603-283-6160. It's Free Talk Live. Your calls and thoughts are welcome. 603-283-6160 if you'd like to weigh in. That's 603-283-6160. Talking about Julian Assange here and the stroke that happened after the United Court, United Kingdom Court ruling that he could be extradited to the United States, except that ruling happened just a week or so ago, and the stroke actually happened in October. Just a very curious discrepancy of facts from a single article about what is actually happening. Because that's a throwaway line that if you hadn't brought it up prior to the show, Peekless, I probably wouldn't have even noticed well, the I, timeline difference. And I think there's something actually very insidious about that. So uh, I know his fiance has been claiming that the stress of this particular court proceeding was what brought on the, the stroke. So, I mean, oh, well, no, he had the stroke after the thing. No. Yeah, he had it before, evidently. His fiance Stella Morris, said that he is struggling with the stress of fighting extradition to a U.S. prison. I can only imagine. I mean, he's only sentenced to like 50-something weeks in the United Kingdom for skipping out on bail or whatever, right? I don't know how anyone's putting up with this. Like, this is a guy who's never been to America. He's won journalism awards, right? right? He's clearly a journalist protected by the First Amendment right, guaranteed well, within the Constitution. in the United Constitution. States, at least. But the United, the United States can't prosecute people for violating the First Amendment. Yeah, understood. Like, regardless of where here. they're at. Number one, um, the you shouldn't United be prosecuted States in the UK either. can't process other people's citizens for anything. Well, they think they can, right? Least of all, like, you know, treason, 
Like, you can't do that. It's not a thing. I am incapable of, under any metric, treason against Australia. I've never been to Australia. Well, I'm not from Australia. They don't claim me as okay, one of their citizens. Okay, Peakless. <laughs> if that's true, why not let the courts settle it and see if they can prove their case <laughs> in the halls of justice? Extra, <sighs> extradite him. Put him in front. Right? Let the, let the United States... Prove that he's an American citizen of some kind capable of treason and then see what happens. So to be fair, he's not being charged with treason against the United States. He's being charged with conspiracy to commit computer intrusion, which carries a maximum five year sentence. OK, I, I, I could be misremembering, but I think at one point they, they were actually trying to at least trying to. Oh, wait, him with wait, treason. It, it does go on. On the 23rd of May, Assange was indicted on 17 new charges related to the Espionage Act, carrying a maximum sentence of 170 years in prison. Doesn't necessarily. And of course, I'm looking at Wikipedia here, so it's much too lengthy to actually dive into it and discuss right. on radio. But. But we're going to do it anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's being charged with um, treason against the United States government. But you, you raise a very good point. There's nothing I could possibly do. It could be considered an act of war against Australia. Yeah. But there's nothing I could do that could be considered treason against Australia. Okay. By committing an act of war against Australia, I may very well, in fact, now this is all hypothetical, be committing treason against the United States. That That might be a thing. Given that... You are They're starting allies. a war between right. Australia and the United States. You are under, undermining NATO. Look, th- there's Wait a, a second. This is starting to sound like a good idea. Th- there's a whole bunch of innocent people in Gitmo, right? There, there are. That, sure are. That, there weren't, sure that aren't United are. States citizens that were crimes against the United States in some form or fashion. And they're like, well, can't put them in our court because they'll be innocent. So let's just ship them off over there where we can infinitely detain them forever. Yeah. So... Well, and all of these are great examples of the process is the punishment. I mean, like the the way that they've been treating this guy is obviously so so deleterious to his health. The dude's getting strokes over this. I mean, that's the point with government, right? I was thinking about this when I was driving back from Michael Hampton's memorial that it wouldn't matter if you know, as I said, I got rated in February sixteenth. I mean, March the sixteenth. I'm being charged with a. One count of conspiracy to com- to operate an unlicensed money transmitting business and one count of operating an unlicensed money transmitting business. It wouldn't matter if the prosecutors called me tomorrow and said, hey, we're dropping the charges. Go back to your life as normal. They've already done so much damage. Time I will never get back. Mm-hmm. Countless dollars spent of taxpayers' money paying for attorneys and the prosecution and the FBI. I can't even imagine millions of dollars spent on this investigation and the ongoing attorney fees and all of that stuff. Not to mention the time I spent in jail, which was relatively low compared to some of the others, but it's still time that I was kidnapped and held against my will. And all of the restrictions that I've been under for the last, you know, nine months where I haven't been able to do the things that I love doing, things that are my life's work. Even if they dropped all of the charges, I'm not a winner here. No one wins when the U.S. government, when any government gets involved, it's only a matter of how much do you lose and how can you minimize it? Because ah. you're already going to lose something. The United States government just going after Julian Assange, even if the United Court, United Kingdom goes, nope, he can't be extradited. He's We're releasing him now. The damage to him has already been done. He's mm-hmm. already lost. Just Everyone the, the loses. The years that he hasn't been able to do the journalism that he's accustomed to doing. Mm-hmm. 
No one wins. Well, no one can win under this government. Obviously, part of what they're trying to do with this. I mean, if they can neutralize a real journalist, yep. it holds off the the. I mean, we are slowly but surely cracking into real journalism. More and more people are turning away from the CNNs and Fox Newses of the world and actually getting real information from <gasps> the internet about what's actually happening in the world. Yeah, we so, talked about that a few weeks ago where like CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, their viewership is like cut in half. Mm-hmm. Yep. Meanwhile, people like Tim Pool, uh, Joe Rogan, their viewerships are just steadily climbing. Mm-hmm. And think of all of the work that we would that we would how much better journalism would be for those of us that don't go to the mainstream sources with the Julian Assange in addition to all of the the actual journalists that exist in none of the corporate spheres. Well, at one point that was the beauty of social media, right? Is you were able to get citizen journalism boots on the ground, right? I am here at the event. Here's my first-hand accounting of what is going on. Right. And then that kind of gets memory hold as well well some people do that like ford fisher who runs news to share he still does that and he's one of the greatest journalists that i actually know in person he does some great work with some of these protests and stuff like that and he's not pushing an angle he's not pushing an agenda he's just documenting things and sharing them with the world and he's got a very good social media following certainly nothing like julian assange but yes even just going here to this random article they're lying We've caught right. them in a lie. This is the mainstream news here. Yeah. Busted lying. And they're never going to issue a retraction. Even if someone brings this up to them, hey, you just busted yourself in a lie. They're never going to apologize. I remember right. a few years ago after one of the one of the many, many times a cop killed a black person in the United States, CNN recorded a, a an interview with the uh, victim's sister where it sounded like she was calling for peace and stuff like that. But... Ultimately, the unedited video came out and she was saying things like we need to go into their suburbs and burn these white people's homes down and stuff like that. And CNN issued a correction through one of their barely affiliated journalists with like a hundred and something followers saying, oh, it turns out we accidentally edited the video in a way accidentally edited that it just completely (laughs) inverted the content of what the video actually contained. We're sorry about that. And that was it. We're going to add yeah. an update to this story. Now the update is, yeah, we completely lied to you. Well, even even earlier this week with the J- Jelaine uh, Maxwell mm-hmm. trial, right? There was like a Twitter handle that was giving trial updates. And then that, that was like shut down because information came out that apparently Twitter didn't like. Allegedly. Wow. Right? Like the, 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 the tweet goes out that it made it look like. Uh, the FBI had already looked through the hard drives of 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 Jelaine Maxwell, um, and uh, why wouldn't they have? Right, but and then returned them. Oh, because are, when they two, went, are these Maxwell? the ones that were found on top of the safe that Something the attorney like that. took? Yeah, to to Maxwell and to Epstein, it. like they were wow. already tagged with the FBI stuff when the FBI went back to get them again. And the, the the Twitter thing says something like this, and then boom, that account is shut down. Huh. Yeah, they had which which follows from the story. Like uh, Maxwell was already given, or, or sorry, not Maxwell, Epstein was already given a slap on the wrist the last time he got caught. Right. You know, being an underage pimp. Well, this was a result of the FBI's warrant not allowing them to seize or search hard drives and other digital devices for whatever reason they're raiding a pedophile's home they couldn't possibly have anything on those hard drives that would be of of value to the it's FBI, all on vhs right? don't worry about it so they just put tamper-proof seals on them and left them on top of the case where epstein's attorney took them and when the fbi said hey we have a search warrant for these finally that was when the attorney took them to 
the FBI, as I understand it. Mm. But the important thing is outlets, social media outlets like Twitter or Facebook or whatever, are actively preventing that sort of firsthand accounting from getting out to the masses. Yeah, the only way you can find out, the only I'm, way you can find out what's going on with the Maxwell trial is through mainstream media. It's and but you can boy, see how good they that have is. a vested interest in keeping this quiet. They do. They they live streamed the entire Cal Rittenhouse trial. Why wouldn't they do that with Maxwell, which is of substantially higher public interest? Federal versus state. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's in, it doesn't make I any sense, both but they do have a rule in place. No, uh, that was a state trial. This one's federal. There's more coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Is your broken heart stopping you from being authentically happy? My name is Jeremy West, and for a limited time, I am running a free online class to teach you what most people don't know about how to deal with your feelings, the simple way to deal with your negative thinking, the key to breaking your unhealthy relationship patterns, and so much more. No more feeling like a failure who will never find true love. No more self-medicating and ending up feeling even more miserable. And no more feeling like you'll never be someone who deserves an amazing partner. Sound good? You'll discover a new way to finally feel validated and loved. To stop trying to get your self-worth from the very people who tear it down. And to put you in control of your own happiness. So you never surrender that control to another person again in as little as eight weeks. Register now for my free online class at beyondyourbreakup.com slash free class. That's beyondyourbreakup.com slash free class. Free Talk Live. It is. Free Talk Live, where your calls and thoughts are welcome. 603-283-6160 if you want to weigh in. That's 603-283-6160. With you tonight, it's Aria. Big Louis Mountaineer. And Richie Rich. And we're raising funds with Give Directly, the first nonprofit that allows you to give money directly to people living in extreme poverty. They locate recipients in need and use mobile money to send them cash. No strings attached. And in the last decade, they've delivered $400 million to more than a million people. And research shows that giving cash to people living in poverty can help drive a range of important positive changes in their lives, like employment, nutrition, health, education. So Free Talk Live is matching your donations to give directly, helping families in Bamet and Khalifi counties in Kenya who are in need. We're matching your donations up to $30,000. So if you're feeling generous this holiday season... Go to give.freetalklive.com and help those areas plagued by drought, floods, and food insecurity. There may not be a better way to help people this holiday season than give.freetalklive.com. Let's go to the phones, though. We have Sam calling from Ohio. Sam, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, I just wanted to comment about the fact of like what you're talking about, like the news from wine, and the fact of, like, remember how they originally said 14 days to flatten the curve? Oh, yes. It's been a long (laughs) two weeks. Man, it really has. We're coming up on two years of this garbage. Only two? It's felt like 30. And And to be fair, the restrictions... Go go ahead, Sam. The other funny thing is that... So you know how they're now coming around to the lab leak theory? Well, they they started coming around like six to eight months ago, I think. Well, I mean, in our circles, we never left the lab leak theory. No, because uh, it's the only theory that really makes sense. It it was a mutated from a bat 
near in a territory where there is a lab that studies coronavirus bat mutations that was being partially funded by Dr. Fauci featuring leaked emails where they talked about engineering a coronavirus. But I definitely yeah. remember when so, that moved from like, that is a dangerous conspiracy theory to, uh, okay, yeah, everyone kind of accepts that that's what happened. Well, as soon as Alex Jones got the documents, then it was all bets are off. Yes, that's what I was about to talk about. Like, originally, he was the first person I ever saw talk about it. And because he was the first person who talked about it, that's why everyone didn't dismissed it as a conspiracy theory who was the first one alex jones alex Uh, jones alex jones was the first one and that's why everyone did or did not dismiss it did that's why everyone did dismiss it for as long as they did until eight months ago you just said that was why i mean alex jones should know better at this point if he's got actual important information he needs to get that to anyone who isn't named alex jones (laughs) because no one's going to take this guy seriously because there's too many examples of him just making stuff up you're saying he's a detriment to his own movement like what like okay i get the whole sandy hook thing he was way off base on that and i actually understand why he was off base on that because there was a part of me before he said that stuff i'm like you know i literally only know about all of these shootings by the media that i don't trust so, like, even then, I'm like, uh, it sucks that you did this, but I can see why you would. Now, everything else, well, I mean, sure, thing- he, he well, might take it a little farther on, or in a weird direction. Okay. Like, they're turning the frogs gay, which, like, okay, they are kind of altering the hormonal levels of our frogs. And given that frogs are delicate creatures, they're kind of our, our first warning system of something contaminating a water supply. So that's overblown, but it's not a lie. Or no, the but I can give, I can give you a direct oh, example of him lying look up his 1999 video where he was claiming to be witnessing firsthand on video russians coming over the north pole invading the united states that's news to me (laughs) are you serious yeah look it up alex jones 1999 russians attacking the u.s it actually it absolutely happened and not to mention the the, all all of the different bird flus and swine flus they're doing this to to sterilize us so that we can't have any more kids and to give us rheumatoid arthritis so we can't move and the FEMA camps and all this other stuff where he's just not a reliable source of information. What about the elites using the blood of children to roll back their aging? Well, there's actually some evidence of that. There is now. Thank you, Alex Jones. I haven't seen no, any evidence no, of that, but if Alex Jones is the one who has it, I, I still have to think, you know. Oh, no, this is this is legitimately put out as a an effective skin treatment by certain very wealthy celebrities. I haven't heard anything about that. But thank you so much for the call tonight, Sam. It, it is hard to trust the media. And you're absolutely right. With the, the mainstream media are the ones who are always telling us about the mass shootings and stuff like that. Because we don't really have a better way of learning about them. One thing that I learned a few years ago, I don't remember where the, quote, shooting happened... But libertarians immediately got on the internet, got on Twitter and Facebook, and just started railing against gun-free zones and how this this only happened because the campus is a school-free zone. Virginia Tech, is that the one? And then it turned out to not even be a shooting. It turned oh, okay. out to be just a lunatic in a car with a knife or something like that. And suddenly, these li- libertarians who had been blaming gun-free zones were arguing that it should have been easier for this deranged psychopath to get a gun. They weren't making the argument that they thought they were making that, you know, people should be able to defend themselves because they should be able to get a gun and bring it into this gun free zone. Well, suddenly the gun, the attacker would have been the one who had a gun because it was easier to get and he could have taken it in there. 
So it, it's important to get the facts before you weigh in. And the advent of social media allows us to get out there on the Internet, giving our opinions on these things while the facts are still coming in. Yeah. Versus mainstream media, which despite all of its evils, it does generally wait to say this is a shooting until an actual shot has been fired. That I want to say that's partially fair because there's still competition for mainstream media and you want to be the first one to break the story. Right. Sure. So as as soon as there's like a small modicum of confirmation, they will run with it. And then, as we discussed earlier, you want to be the first to break a story as long as it agrees with the narrative. Sure. If the story doesn't agree with the narrative, you never want to break it. Sure. Ever. You leave that to the comedians on uh, YouTube or something. But uh, but with with a shooting. Like if if you're running like the breaking something that news, could, something that could lead to gun control, you want to be the first one to get that one. We also have Dell calling. Dell, you're on Free Talk Live. Aria, I believe that the crucifixion of Julian Assange is really he has probably broken these minutia of laws, which I don't. I don't see how internationally it works, but we're going to persecute him for it. It's meant to terrify journalists around the world that the deep state, the global fascist communists are going to come after you. And uh, it's meant to uh, intimidate and control information. Don't do any real journalism. Well, it's a, certainly a peculiar situation with Assange because he's not even a U.S. citizen. Right? I know. So he, right. so he can break well, whatever United States laws he's wanting. If the Australian government, which is where you're from, or New Zealand, I think, if they have an issue with that, they can request extradition. Hey, you broke our allies' laws, and we're going to say that that's illegal, and they can try him in New Zealand. But he's, he's not under jurisdiction of the United States government and its laws. Which is why it's this is a more effective tactic. Broke- Sorry, you were saying? Who wrote the book uh, about uh, in Islam where they put the fatwa on him? The Quran. Uh, the Quran. Oh, the Salman Rushdie. Wrote the book about uh, uh, Muhammad and uh, dude, I don't have uh, any idea. You you kind of segue oh, whiplashed wow. us here. Iran put a uh, a death warrant out on the Salman Rushdie is the only name coming to mind. Is that the one? you're Rushdie. Talking about? That's yeah. who it was. We're doing the same kind of thing. We're not doing anything. The United States government is. That's a fact. Not, not we. I'm sorry. I worded that incorrectly. The United I used to do it States a lot myself government. until I actually started trying not to do it. Oh, yeah. They tricked us into that particular uh, uh, language loophole a long time ago, and it is hard to break. It we the people. Is. Dale, thank you so much for the call tonight. You know, I remember at one point getting frustrated with, with people correcting me about that. Well, we didn't do anything. You didn't do anything. I was like, well, okay, look, will you just let me get you to the point. You know what I mean? It's like, yes, I do know what you mean, and but, which I, is exactly why you shouldn't <laughs> be using this way to express it. Exactly. And after that had happened enough time, it just slowly fades itself out. I'm like, no, this is not me. I'm not the U.S. government. They don't represent me. They're not doing anything that is in line with anything that I believe. We won't yeah, I, I completely agree with that guy that the reason that they're doing this is as a threat to anyone who wants to tell the truth about these powerful people. What are your thoughts on all of this? Why is this New Zealand citizen being subject to United States law? 603-283-6160.
is Free Talk Live, 603-283-6160. If you'd like to weigh in, share your thoughts and opinions at 603-283-6160. And I've, I've heard rumors that our former co-host and you know, friend of the show, Rich Paul, t- trademark, it, he he's now Rich Paul again, sort of. He's still legally named oh, Nobody. Okay. But he took he opened up a new trade name under the name of Rich Paul. So <laughs> now there's this business entity that exists named Rich Paul and it's owned by Nobody. It's all very confusing. <laughs> and not being able to talk to the guy, I don't really know what's going on with it. But Is there a purpose behind all this? Be. Or just he just wants to be Rich Paul again. It's just funny, right? Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, well, you know, if you can make fun of their system by making their overly complicated thing overly complicated, eh, you know, whatever's worth a joke, man. So I've heard rumors that he he and his attorneys are filing something that would presumably, if it gets approved by a judge, allow him to be on the show again. But in the meantime, Bonnie has been going through old videos and old clips of him and stuff like that and compiling some quotes of things he ha- says. And tonight's quote is, we have the right to pursue happiness by whatever means we want, so long as we do not include on the equal rights of others. And while the film crew was out here recently, they asked me to describe, what does libertarianism mean to you? And that's kind of a difficult question to answer on the spot when you're not expecting to have to answer it. I ended up saying, don't hit people and don't take their stuff. That's the kindergarten answer. Sure. I mean, but it's the correct it's answer, the correct right? Answer. Yeah, basically. Right. Somewhere along the way, while growing into adults, people just create all of these loopholes. Well, sometimes it's okay to hit people. Sometimes it's okay to take their stuff. And a libertarian well, if is just I someone who remembers you, that that's not okay. If I kidnap you, then not only do I have to like pay you money, but like I have to be kept away from other people because I might kidnap them. But if they kidnap people, they need extra money to do more of it. That's pretty much it. I mean, it's just a way of outsourcing their own desire to oppress others into this other entity so they don't have to actually get their hands dirty. See, I didn't beat you up for making noise after 10 o'clock. I made him do it, which is good for society. Let's go to the phones. We have Sarah calling from New Mexico. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live. Oh, yes. I just want to remind people that I did have a... Sarah, is that a television in the background? Can you mute that for me, please? Yeah, somebody, yeah, so I'm going into the other room and closing the door. Yeah. Okay. But somebody's talking, you know, with somebody else. How rude. The, no, I mean, the, they're talking with somebody else on the phone, you know. Sure. So, yeah. So, anyways, I forgot all about my vitamin D, and um, I was coming down with something, and it felt like a stomach flu, and I it dawned on me, I stocked up on vitamin d for the winter time so i mega dosed um well i'm sure living in new mexico it's hard to find sunshine at least one month out of the year well the thing is when when it's cold you don't want to go out you know so that it's hard to it does does actually get pretty chilly in new mexico in the winter okay right right and then lately like last couple of days we did hit like what is it 43 degrees and then 31 degrees at night, but we're, we're just going to get... It was close to 50 today, and I was sweating. 
Dude, it, I was like, come on. It feels like summertime. It hit Can almost we please 60 have winter? last night. It was so weird. I told my dog, I was like, why is it so hot? This feels yeah. great. I'm out here in this no. big winter jacket. I cannot figure out the climate here. Like, it's it, like I look at the number of degrees and I'm like, I should be chilly. But somehow the fact that it's like 88% humidity and I'm like, this is really warm. Like, almost uncomfortably warm. See, yeah. the humidity is about the same as it is in Mississippi. The difference, as far as I can tell, is that Mississippi just, on average, is higher. But, like, yesterday, it was 30-something degrees in Mississippi, while it was, like, 60 degrees here. And no part of my brain is able to process that. Like, it's twice <laughs> as hot in New Hampshire. Climate change. As it is in do? Mississippi. But Ocean two days currents, ago, what are you doing to me? Right. But two days ago in Mississippi, it was 80 degrees, which is a, a little bit warm for them this time of year. It should be in the 60s and low 70s. Okay. Anyway, you were saying you uh, had uh, yeah, you'd forgotten so then, to take your vitamin D. Um, yeah, I completely. Um, I did stock up on it. I had it in hand, but I think that I wasn't going to need it, and I forgot. Like, um, well, that's one thing that I forgot to do. You have to mega dose for the days that you are sick. So I basically took three capsules um, each day, or I think two times a day um, every, with my meal for about. Three to five days. Now, and this now is so you I'm don't get COVID, better. right? It's not a bad idea. Well, anyway. you know what? I never had a temperature. I never had a temperature, and I wasn't coughing or sneezing. I was just having more of a, like, a, I would get bowels. Like, I would, how, I would now, have there, that, there, that There's no need thing. to go into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of a thing. And, um, but I was feeling ill. And uh, so but, you were uh, asymptomatic here. Did you did you get tested <laughs> for COVID nineteen? Make sure you're not killing all the old people there in New Mexico. Well, you know what? I did have a J and J vaccine, and I'm gonna go get a booster. Ah, um, but the the vaccines that they're saying they they don't help that much against the Omicron variant. The Pfizer is like forty times less effective against the Omicron variant as the. Delta variant. Yeah. Have, have you done some research on like, I mean, I don't know what your particular medical situation is. If you have a, a lot of uh, comorbidities, you know, diabetes, obesity, things like that. But you should really no, check the numbers no, before you before you, you know, put experimental things into you. I just no, like the roundabout it, way of getting um, tested. The thing about it is that the, the flu shot has helped me. So I believe in the vaccines. Well, this is a completely so, different technology. So, I mean, if the expert tell you, well, I mean, I, I am not like you guys. I'd rather get prepared and covered and do the best I can. Oh, we're all about and getting prepared. Take, and, they, and then, of course, the, the vitamins that we have to remember, vitamin D, if you mega dose, vitamin C, vitamin D, yep. or zinc, uh, selenium, and vitamin A, those are the vitamins that when we come down with something, we got a mega dose. Like I've been doing, and I left off the vitamin D, so I've been taking it, so I've been feeling a lot better. I don't know about megadosing, but this is why we've been saying for the last, you know, almost two years that people just need to spend some time outside because you do get vitamin D from spending time in sunlight. Mm -hmm. It's good for people. And and if you can't manage to do it because of your schedule or what have you, then it is good to supplement that with uh, with your diet. Or Or because you're here in New Hampshire and the sky is always gray, and if it's not always gray, and if it's not gray, there's still only 12 minutes of 
daylight to go around. Yeah. And and, right? and, the, and the thing cold? is, like, if you think you have a deficiency, then it is a good idea to up your dose if it's something that your body can clear out easily, like vitamin C. Because if you, if you overdose on vitamin C, your body will just flush it out. And don't you have to, like, take entire bottles of vitamin C in right. order to overdose on right. it? Right, which is yep. a, a lot. Well, I mean, more than the daily recommended ama- uh, allowance is one thing. Uh, enough to actually harm you is a very different number. Yeah, fair point. So that's actually good advice, Sarah. Thank you so much for the call tonight. Uh, if you can't get out in the sun, either because you're living in a place where there just isn't a lot of sun. Or modern society doesn't really allow it with all the office work that people do. That's true. Well, see, this is why uh, during the summer I just went out onto my back porch with a laptop in order to do work. Because right there in the sun, it was a bit much because the sun was a bit bright during the middle of the summer for a laptop screen. But still, get some sunshine, exercise, stay active. 603-283-6160. There's more coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live, where you're invited to take control of the airwaves, share your thoughts and opinions, 603-283-6160, if you'd like to do that, that's 603-283-6160. With you in the studio tonight, it's Aria, Beakless Mountaineer, and Rich Rich. And we're giving away a second bit box here in the coming weeks, and I need to make a mental note now to check in with the previous winner to make sure he had, it has arrived. It was shipped out Monday of last week, so I imagine it probably has arrived by this point. The BitBox, for those who don't know, it's a hardware wallet, which means it stores your cryptocurrency. I think it supports Bitcoin and Ethereum. I'm not 100% sure not being able to personally use one of these devices. But its software is 100% open source, which means it doesn't have some of the problems that other hardware wallets sometimes have. It means other people can take a look at the code and find its flaws and help them fix it before someone loses their cryptocurrency. If you want a chance to win one of these, all you have to do is join the AMPS program at amps.freetalklive.com. We'll be choosing one of our supporters at random on an episode of Freer Talk Live in the future. And although we really like being able to offer a bonus, the real reason you should join is because you want to support the show because that's what the AMPS program does. A free hardware wallet just sort of helps. That's amps.freetalklive.com where you can join and possibly win a BitBox. That's amps.freetalklive.com. Let's go to the phones. We have David calling from New Mexico. David, you're on Free Talk Live. That's balmy in New Mexico, where it is 35 degrees inside of my house right now. Jesus, man. It's warmer here. It's warmer warmer than outside, man. It's 30 degrees outside, so it's roasty-toasty inside. For a moment, I was hoping you were saying 35 degrees, and that was like in Celsius or something. But I, I also nope. hope your house is not 35 degrees Celsius, because that would be extremely well, hot. No, no, no. Yeah, I wouldn't want that either. That that actually be worse. But but the, this morning when I woke up, closer to it what I expect 16, from New Mexico, right? It was it was it was 16 degrees Fahrenheit inside my house. It was 12 outside in Balmy, New Mexico. Why is your house so cold? It doesn't have electricity. Because I don't bother to turn. I don't bother to turn the heat on. It's Just, you don't bother, or you don't really have the option to. No, I have the option. I don't bother. Why not? Because potato sacks are warm. 
I want to remain tough. I like I like to go I like to go camping, and if and if you're used to it, then when you go camping, it you can go camping year round anywhere, and doesn't bother you. You don't need anything special. See, so I thought Conan I was crazy when he said that he keeps his house on like fifty two degrees. I think during the winter and stuff like that, and like my house is sitting at seventy five right now, and that's almost not warm enough. I cannot get my apartment cool enough. Yeah, yeah it's it's all it's, 30, it's all it's all what you. Just turn the heat off. And it's been. Just turn the neighbors heat have their heat on. Open all the all the windows. You're, you'll be fine. You know, yeah. you know that kid from a Christmas story who's like so bundled up that his arms are straight out from his sides and like falls over yeah. and can never get up again. From now on, this is how I will see you. <laughs> that's that's how that's how we were when we were kids in Minnesota. We that that was how we grew up exactly like those kids did. So and apparently, you now you're call- choosing to live your life in New Mexico. So David, you didn't yeah, call I, in to talk I, about. I like the I like the I like the camp. I like to go out in the mountains or at the beach or in the desert or wherever and be out uh, and not have to worry about anything. And if you toughen yourself up before you do that, then you just it's it's no big deal. But if any one of you guys wants to go out and sleep, you know, sleep in uh, up on the mountainside in the middle of the winter and it goes down to thirty below at night, you you might be a little bit concerned about it. But but I'm not because I've been there, done that, and it's it's. It's not a big deal. But I anyway, what I called hold about. On, hold on. I don't know what the temperature is at the peak of Mount Mananak at night at this time of year, but I imagine it's substantially below 30 degrees. Like even during well, the. 30 below is different than. I all. said 30 below. Yeah. Okay. I did. When I, when I went to the legislature. Why the would New anyone Mexico want to do that, David? Just to toughen up. <laughs> did you hear him? Just you got to get tough. Because it, <laughs> it, 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 it's my Viking blood, it's what we're used to. And, and actually, when I went to the New Mexico legislature for whatever it was, five years years in a row, every single day to uh, chew their asses, uh, one of the years I, I slept out the entire 90-day session on the top of the mountain above Santa Fe. I had to dig down five feet of snow, as tall as I am. I had to dig down to hit the ground so I could set up my tent, and I camped there for 90 days, and it went down to 30 below at night, uh, quite a number of nights. But what I called about... Is, uh, you're I don't believe about any part Assange. of that story. So go ahead with Assange. Well, call call the governor of New Mexico or the the uh, the Senate president or anybody you want to in New Mexico government. They can tell you all about it. How can I, I think do you're that? Building, you... I think you're building your own case as to why they won't let you have your kids in your house. David, how can I contact these people if you don't, don't tell my, me my their kid, name, my, their my cousin's kid. name, their their stepbrother's fourth cousin's name, and who who they married and what business they started and why they're corrupt. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what you, I don't know what you just said, but hey, hey, dude, Richie, uh, my my kids are not living with me. I can do what the hell I want, so leave my kids out of it. All right. Okay. So what I'm calling about is Julie. You were talking about Julian Assange, which is kind of related to Aria. The uh, the gang called the, the government wants to put Aria in jail, right? Because and, and and if they do, it will be an unlawful taking from Aria. Is that correct? So we're talking about unlawful taking, and we're talking about Julian Assange, or at least you have been and I, I think you would agree that julian assange has had an unlawful taking put upon him and then hold, hold that, on, that relates hold, to hold on david uh if they 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 want to put me in prison and this is assuming i get a trial and i get found guilty in a court of law and all of that stuff that by would, a jury of your peers yeah being sent to prison under those circumstances while it would suck and i wouldn't be a fan of it it would not by defi- it would by definition be a lawful arrest and detainment not not a moral one uh, depends on what you mean by lawful 
So on, in accordance with the laws of the land. So definitely legal. Well, that requires that the that the U.S. government is acting in accordance to the laws of the land. But finding so her it, guilty, hello? it would be. Yeah, yeah, you were muted, Davis, so I could raise that point. Uh, what they're doing with Assange oh. is certainly unlawful because Assange isn't subject to U.S. jurisdiction and U.S. law. Yeah, well, my, my point is, is the basic point, and that is that um, a lot of people, maybe even you guys, agree that what is being done to Assange is would fall under some sort of unlawful taking. And they're, they're doing it to intimidate, as a previous caller had raised, and you didn't disagree with it, they're doing it to intimidate other journalists who might think about doing the same kind of thing in the future. And let's inject uh, Pastor Martin Nemo. Thank you so much for the call tonight, David. I mean, we've been saying that here on Free Talk Live since they first kicked uh, Julian, since they first arrested Julian Assange out of the Ecuadorian embassy, that it was an attack on journalism, and yeah. it was an attempt by the U.S. government to intimidate him and to make sure that no one else attempted to do the same thing. I mean, even kicking him out of the embassy was a coup, right? With the new yeah. Ecuadorian president going in with support from U.S. diplomats or whatever it happened to be. So I agree with him on this point, but I just got to point out that unlawful taking is a really weird phrase, like just does not fall onto the ear proper. Yeah, I, I tend like, to agree. Is it unlawful? Yes, by literally every definition. Like it's it's literally criminal and it's against their own laws. It's so a, it's, it's legally unlawful. Care. It is a taking. I just can't think of anything else that has ever been described as that was a taking. Unlawful kidnapping, maybe? I mean, they did take him, so it is a taking. I just can't think of anyone who calls it that. Lawyers. I I can't either. But, I mean, we have been saying that since all of this happened, since he had to go to the Ecuadorian embassy in the first place, since whatever government it was brought up those BS charges against him and ultimately dropped them. It was Sweden alleging that he had date-raped someone or something like that. Charges which were dropped, by the way. And avoiding that charge was why he got charged with violating bail in the first place in the United Kingdom, right. which is what caused all of this. We've been saying from the start, so while we are a call-in show and we love callers, don't just call in and say that Julian Assange is a political prisoner so the U.S. government can intimidate other journalists into not doing what he did. We know! Disagree. Go ahead and call in and say exactly that. But, but we already know that. We've been saying that. And everyone in the entire world knows that. But they don't. Not everyone does. Sadly, they don't. 603-283-6160. There is more coming up here, including the article about the camels getting Botox to participate in a camel beauty pageant. It's Free Talk Live. to share your thoughts and opinions 603-283-6160 again that's 603-283-6160 with you in the studio tonight it's aria a viking who likes his temperatures above freezing and richie rich (laughs) and we did have an issue earlier with our odyssey stream it had to be reset i'm not exactly sure why but it was taken care of now it's fixed we had an issue with all the video streams initially there was no audio going out onto them that also got fixed. Not sure what exactly happened. Obviously, a computer rebooted, but it also seems like multiple ones did. But whatever. We're back Let's on Odyssey. And we'll always be on Odyssey as long as nothing weird like that happens. But we caught it and fixed it relatively quickly. 
Unlike YouTube, we are actually streaming on YouTube at the moment. How long will that last? Probably not very long. Based on trends, we've got like two weeks tops before we're back up to two strikes. Until we say something dumb again? Well, we've already done that a few times tonight. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm sure. We'll, I'm pretty sure we questioned the safety of the vaccine. So, oh, and promoted vitamin D. We did. Yeah, Son of a gun. Promoted oh, vitamin a, D usage. That's two strikes right there. And, Wait, hang on, hang on. Zinc is also good. There we go. Oh man, there's all three. All of that is enough to get us kicked off of YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and all of these other social media sites that are centralized and controlling, which is why we stream to Odyssey. You can find our channel there at video.freetalklive.com. That'll take you directly to it. So subscribe to us there because you won't have to worry, generally, barring technical issues like tonight, you don't have to worry day to day whether or not we're actually streaming to your platform like you do with YouTube and Facebook. Well, is Free Talk Live suspended today? Are they no. live today? No, it's just a technical error. Well, today, not directed by Pfizer, <laughs> unlike yeah. every other platform. So that's video.freetalklive.com if you want to watch us in a reliable, secure way where we actually can't be censored because Odyssey is built on library and library is just all of the videos are decentralized. It uses sort of torrent technology combined with um, blockchain technology. So the blockchain points to where the file can be found and then it's spread out to all of these other computers. It's really an awesome decentralized way of sharing media without having to worry about a centralized service going, yeah. We don't like this guy named, what's that, Alex Jones? Get rid of them. Yeah, they, they bring us back to once it's on the internet, it's there forever. Yes. So that's video.freetalklive.com. potentially. Yeah, potentially there forever. There, there are some old movies with like zero seaters on the torrent sites, and I'm sad when that happens. Well, with Odyssey, you don't have to worry about that. Okay. Uh, if someone deletes a video and they're the only source of that video, I think the blockchain would be updated to say that it's no longer there. Okay. But yeah, that that's certainly true with like, that's one of the issues with centralized torrenting sites is that they don't check to make sure there are actually cedars and stuff like that. I think library by definition does. Okay. When content is no longer available, I think the blockchain updates with that. I don't know. I'm not an expert. Okay. But content not available is kind of my issue here. <laughs> so if if the video goes down and there's no one like hosting it anywhere. Well, people have to like the content. They have to watch it and they okay. have to keep it on okay. their computers. You could call, okay. that, you could call that free it's market activity if you want. It's technically possible to eliminate a, a video that was put on library. Okay. It is technically possible. It's just really, really hard. Yeah, you okay. have to hit every single one storing it. You have to hope they're kind of not popular in the first place. It wouldn't be a popular video, obviously, because yeah. it would go down to like zero host or zero seeds or whatever it is. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean it's unpopular. It just means that the user who is using library actually knows how the software works because it's not clear when you watch a video on library that it's downloading a copy of that video onto your hard drive, and okay. that you, by, after that, you're seeding it out. Okay. If you know that, you can watch the video and then delete it because you don't want it taking up you know, three gigabytes of hard drive space or whatever. And then you've watched it, but you're no longer actually still seeding it out. Okay. So it doesn't mean that nobody liked the video or that it wasn't popular. It just means that you disproportionately had a number of users who knew how Odyssey worked and thought that three gigabytes was a useful amount of storage space that they needed to save. So okay. when, when you install it, do they give you the option of uh, uh, saying how much space will be devoted to to library? I don't know. It's been six, seven I years since I installed library. I, I, most, I almost strictly just use my device at this point. A lot of people do. 
I, I, I don't even have library installed at the moment because, I mean, it's blockchain-based and I'm okay. not allowed to do... Why, why have computers any... that don't fit in your pocket? That's crazy. Crazy, Well, they man. can, they can do powerful stuff. But let's go to the phones. We have Richard calling from New Mexico. Richard, you're on Free Talk Live. Are you with us? Yes. Uh, I've got a friend that lived here in Albuquerque up until six months ago. And she moved to Philadelphia, but she had a falling out with her family a few days ago, and they put a restraining order on her. And I've heard you people on your radio talk show talk about homeless shelters in New Hampshire, and I'd like to know... uh, well, where the homeless shelters for women are in New Hampshire, and if they, if you're familiar, if they have uh, the women in their own rooms, I don't have any idea. I mean, the homeless shelter here in Keene that we support, the 100 Night Shelter, because it's not government funded, it doesn't discriminate on the basis of sex. So presumably, it has both male and female staying there, and I. As far as I'm aware, that's never been an issue. I'm sure a a city the size of Concord or Manchester or something has dedicated homeless facilities for women and for men. Or like a battered women's shelter, more so than a homeless thing. You would definitely need that to be separate. But I mean, I thought thought you said that uh, she was in in Philadelphia. He did. I mean, I guess the issue just it, it occurred to his mind to ask that about New Hampshire based on what's going on with his friend. So, Richard, honestly. I don't know the answer to that because I'm not a homeless woman looking for shelter in New Hampshire. I, I would, I will definitely say that it is more likely that you're going to have options available in a big city like Philadelphia than uh, in a city in New Hampshire. But that's sort of the issue in these places like Philadelphia and stuff, right? Their homeless populations are so high that they don't have the number of shelters to support that many homeless people. I mean, Homelessness in you in uh, Keene is certainly a thing. There's probably a dozen or two dozen homeless people here in Keene. Okay. I don't know exactly how many there are, but it's not enough to overrun the shelter, right? But in Philadelphia, I, I remember a few years ago, we covered a store, similar story out of Las Vegas where this was happening, where they, they had to get to the shelter by 5 o'clock or they wouldn't be able to get in and stuff like that because there just wasn't enough shelter space and enough shelters to help all of the homeless people who needed help. And I, mean, I imagine it, that's going to be the case in Philadelphia. I mean, if you're looking at uh, having her go to a different state to find a homeless shelter, I'd recommend California. Like, you're you're not likely to freeze to death, which is really like the number one thing that kills homeless people. And they have extraordinary laws as far as like squatters' rights. Um, I mean, the the amount of money that California spends on their home, homeless population is just mind boggling. Yeah, but the biggest issue with California, their homelessness, is that if a person actually begins contributing to society and tries to do something to no longer be homeless, like the story, I think it was in San Francisco, is one of these ultra-liberal cities. He started shining people's shoes, started making money, enough money to get his own apartment. And he was doing, he was no longer homeless, right? He was doing okay. He had this successful business. Until so you never let all the, the state find out. Until the city came knocking at his door and said, hey, you, you don't. You haven't jumped through our hoops to have this shoe signing business, or I think it was shoe shining that he was doing. So you can't do this anymore. Right back on the streets. Thanks, city government. 
So they certainly do spend a lot of money on their homeless population, but they also do a lot of things to exacerbate the problem that is the homeless population. Well, again, perverse incentives, right? If it's a government program, the more homeless people you have, the more the bigger the budget is for the government program. And so what do you want more of? More homeless people to bump up your budget and get a pay raise. It's definitely a screwed up thing. I mean, you have other cities that put down like these little pyramid shaped pieces of steel or concrete or whatever so that homeless people can't sleep on them. That's just mean. Yeah. Have you seen the the park bench accessible for wheelchair people where they like just cut out part of the park bench and they say, oh, it's so someone can roll their wheelchair into there. A person with a wheelchair can just roll up next to it. Be honest here. That's so that a homeless guy yeah. can't sleep there. Or the, the rails, the handrails. Like, oh, it's just an armrest in the middle of the bench. Like, yeah. no, it's, it's so you can't lie down. Of course. It's just mean. Luckily, none of that crap exists here in Keene. And I, based on the way that Keene is, despite being one of these very liberal places, I wouldn't ever expect to see any of that sort of anti-homeless nonsense. Like private property, I can understand. If that's what you want to do. But it's, you know, I'll respect it. But I still think it's mean. Like it's unnecessary. It's an yep. unnecessary expense. If she does end up in New Hampshire, else. I'd say go to Nashua. They seem to have the greatest number of homeless shelters. But then again, I assume they have the greatest need as well. So, oh, thanks for looking at that. Because as I said, none of us knew the answer off the top of my head. New Hampshire's great, but because of that, we haven't been homeless in New Hampshire. So, what are your thoughts? Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. There's more coming up, including, and I keep mentioning it. It's coming. Botox and camels. Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live, where, as always, you're invited to call in, share your thoughts and opinions. 603 283 6160 if you'd like to weigh in. Again, that's 603 283 6160. With you in the studio tonight, it's Aria. Peakless Mountaineer. And Richie Rich. And if you're tired of being censored on places like Discord, we used to have an LRN FM studio Discord server, and then someone got very triggered by something and got very upset with the libertarians here and reported it to Discord, where we we did allow a toxic user zone where people said some extremely toxic and terrible things, and Discord was like, nope, that's not enough. That was like the best room. It, it was it was humorous at times for sure. Uh, it had the one psychopath in there who like had this entire copy and paste thing that he would do. It was it was a case who shall good. not be named. But if you're sick of that, chat.freetalklive.com is our matrix server. It's a decentralized chat service sort of thing. I'm not exactly sure the specifics about it or how it works. I just know that it actually uses end to end encryption for private chats and stuff like that. It's really cool. Check out our server at chat.freetalklive.com. Some some hosts of the show watch the comments on our video platforms. Some don't. And that's because the Matrix server is our official chat server. And that's funny because, as far as I'm aware, none of the hosts watch the Matrix server during the show. So, for what it's worth, you can chat with us there after the show, though. That's chat.freetalklive.com. We have Robert calling from Tennessee. Robert, you're on Free Talk Live. How's it going, guys? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Um, well, I I wanted to, I know my topic was the vaccine, but I'm kind of over that. Like, I, I've gotten I got the uh, like the Pfizer shot and booster. I'm still alive, and I'm just kind of like tired of hearing about it. But so I, I wondered if we like. Well, I'm glad I'm you sure brought you it up are, then. 
What's that? No, please do go on. Oh, um, I, I was, I'm sure you guys are like knowledgeable and like have talked about on the show, you know, probably multiple times about uh, civil asset forfeiture and uh, like highway interdiction. Okay, you'll be shocked to um, hear that we're against it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, oh yeah, me too. Th- this me too. this like, sort of stuff is. I'm seeing it from libertarians all the time on Facebook, where they just drag these police departments for just seizing a hundred thousand dollars out of someone in cash out of someone's car or something like that with absolutely no justification for it no no suspicion of a crime they just pulled them over it discovered a big mound of cash it was like yeah we're taking that now and then they charge the cash with the crime <laughs> and they have to like be proven innocent yeah, or, that, or that's or true get, uh, if, you're, if you're carrying a large amount of cash i've um i've even seen them run a dog on the cash when it's kind of funny because i think uh to 70% of U.S. currency has some sort of trace drug uh, of like drugs on it. And they so, like, know no this, what, which is why they run the point. dog. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's just like, I just don't understand how, how we, how, how this is, how this is, I mean, I can totally understand how it's legal and how it's going on, but how have people not just, you know, like thrown a fit? How, how has well, it affected so the, just, the every... Well, as a basis of comparison, um, they let the government take their faces from them. Well, what do you mean? The masks. Yeah, what do you, I'm confused. Uh, the masks. Like, they, they, I mean, they'll put up with anything. I mean, what exactly is it that they won't let the government do at this point? I think it's simpler than that. I think it's just that, one, the average American probably has no idea this is even a thing. And right. two... Yeah. Even if they know it's a thing, it's not ever likely to affect them because they don't have $5,000 or whatever to carry around in the car. Well, on a similar train of thought than that, it's not that it won't affect them. The average American thinks that they are indeed the law-abiding citizen and that it won't happen to them because they are the law-abiding citizen until it does happen to them. And then they get turned, you know, we use the word red-pilled if you want. They get turned on to these ideas going like, oh, this can actually happen to me, right? Yeah. But the next person in line is still the average American citizen, law-abiding person who's like, well, it happened to them. They obviously did something different than what I am doing because this could never happen to me. That's so until it point. happens to everybody, right, no one else is going to care because, as you said, it doesn't affect them individually. And Well, and there's also, like, what are they going to do about this? Like, let's let's assume sue. hypothetically – Really? Suing the police department. That works real well. Well, it does sometimes. I mean, one of the co-hosts... 1% of the time. One of the co-hosts here on the show won, like, some sort of settlement against the Manchester Police Department not too long ago. It Well, it does occasionally work. Like, I'm going to go out and and say somewhere definitely under, like, 10% of the time. And then you have a target on your back from the police from that point forward. Now, we're obviously okay with that. (laughs) Normal people are not okay with being targeted by the government. Well, that should tell them exactly what the problem is here. I mean, if if they're worried that if they try to hold their government accountable, that it will put a target on their back, I think we may be zeroing in on the actual problem here which is that the government is a force of tyranny that oppresses people tells you to obey and if you resist it puts a target on your back well even even the president has come out and said that right biden with the well we've got the nukes and the and the and the bombers like what are you going to do with your ars well right and here's another thing that's the government you want to live under people don't have 500 bucks they don't have it 
So what Sadly. are they going to do when they need to sue the police department for infringing on their rights? That's the filing fee right there. Right. Gone. That's the filing fee. God well, if only we're knows about... what it's going to take to actually hire a lawyer for this thing. And if we're talking about civil asset for- forfeiture, uh, one, the police aren't going to use civil asset forfeiture to take $500. The, realistically, they're just not. If you're carrying around $5,000, they might. Yeah. But $500, you are fine. So it's never going to affect someone who has only $500 that they're carrying around with them. And if they don't even have $500 to carry around with them, then it's never going to affect them. Well, I'm saying as a general principle, when the police step out of line, we can't hold them accountable even by suing them, which I mean, even suing them. Okay, great. So you've just increased the taxes in that region because it's never the individual police officer that pays these fines. It's the department. And how do they pay those fines? Oh, by by. By getting you to pay for 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 that, uh... look. I'm not going to feel bad about that though. If people are exploiting the state apparatus and the taxpayer is ultimately footing the bill for that, then the taxpayer should should just stop paying taxes because they're the ones being screwed over by the police in that in that particular case, right? And yeah. I'm I'm not going to be upset about well, all. There's of the a difference that... between should and can reasonably. Look, it's it's one of the more peaceful remedies allowed the citizenry, right? Like, if you're not going to let them sue, what are you going to do? They have to be held accountable. I mean, if we could get rid of qualified immunity, that would help things a little bit. And then you could actually sue the police officers and they would be the ones responsible for paying the bill. But you're right. At the moment, it's it's the city or the county or the state or whatever. You bring that up to the legislature. The police union argues against it. Yeah. Right. They're on the same team. You're not on their team. They have no reason to back you in that matter. I mean, that's yeah, what, I mean Robert's gotta... original question is, why do people put up with this? And my, my answer to that question is because there is almost nothing they can do about it. Well, yeah, accountability is a myth. And the idea that, you know, an American citizen can do anything that has any impact on their government. Just this past Wednesday, the city council here in Keene had some sort of committee meeting about reinstating the mask mandate. And the place was packed. Both floors of the place packed. Something like 40-something speakers, many of whom were business people in the area saying, hey, we're not going to enforce this if you do it again. I think they said two or three people were there to speak up in favor of the mask mandate. But by and large, something like 10 to 1 or maybe 5 to 1 or 6 to 1, 71, whatever, were there to speak against it. Despite all of that, the city council committee voted unanimously to send it back to the city council, not to be amended or to be withdrawn or anything like that, so that the city council could actually vote on the stupid thing. And if they vote in favor of another mask mandate and they against will, the wishes of the public at large. They will, just like they did with the mm-hmm. Bearcat. None of it matters. They're yeah. going to do what they want to do, and they don't care how much you speak out against it. So yeah, the tiny little ineffective thing that you can do to try and hold them accountable is going to punish you immensely. So yeah... What are people even going to do about it? It's certainly not a good situation. I mean, get out of their money, right? Yes. Use cryptocurrency. That's what you can do. Use gold. Use silver. Anything except the USD because the USD, using it, just using it, enables them. And we need to stop enabling this bad behavior. 603-283-6160. It's Free Talk Live. It 
It's Free Talk Live, where you can take control of the airwaves, talk about whatever's on your mind, whatever's important to you. 603-283-6160 is the call-in line if you'd like to do that. That's 603-283-6160. And with you in the studio tonight, it's Aria. Big Lewis Mountaineer. And Rich Rich. And we promised coming up, assuming we actually are able to get into it, this bizarre story about camels being banned from a beauty pageant, a $66 million beauty. And that's camel like the animal, right? Yep. Like Sally the camel with the yes. five humps or whatever. Yep, that's the one. Being banned from participating in a camel beauty contest for having Botox. That's the headline. In, injected. Basically. It's it's worth getting into, if nothing else, just do how silly it is. But before we get into it, let's go to the phones. We have Padreg calling from New Mexico. You're on Free Talk Live. I'm here. You guys are amazing. That last caller was amazing. It's hard to follow him because he just he just laid down the wood. I feel like you guys Anyways, should just have a New Mexico calling party. We just all just listen. No, I, and I told you this already. I I called you one time uh, and asking you guys to make a tour. You need to go to the states and have a tour and put on your radio broadcast from New Mexico. If you go to Albuquerque and put on a radio broadcast from Albuquerque, I'll go down there and meet Dave and meet all the people from New Mexico. Who enjoy this show? I don't think most I'll of them there. listen. I don't even know if we needed a tour. Like they could just be a meetup group on <laughs> meetup.com for like listeners of Free Talk Live in New Mexico. Well, that's that's quite possible. And then go fund me like a trip for the host, and then we'll all come down and meet you. Oh, I got that's all dangerously out close we, to we Arizona, might, man. We, we okay, we might even be better. Kill two birds with like one stone. Out. Maybe literally. Come back with the ears. What's wrong with Arizona? Don't the worry ears? about it. Don't worry about it. So what's on your mind? Yeah, people listen to you in Arizona. Sure. What's on your mind tonight, Patrick? <laughs> no, I was just going to say Dave was Dave was correct. Uh, you can live in sub-zero weather. It's really hard, but every 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 uh, spring you always see the deer and the elk, and, and they don't have a house to go in and turn the heater up. I want to know how Dave keeps his water warm, because I've lived in cold water. Usually I have a small bottle that I sleep beside me. When I'm sub-zero, if I get up, it's frozen solid as a rock. But uh, in the, I, I've been, I was homeless for three years trying to save enough money to get a piece of property. I got fortunate enough to where I got a job that didn't require me to be around people because I'm not real good around people. Well, I can tell like, you winter uh, camping, the way you do that is uh, put it in your sleeping bag with you. Like you get right, one of those right, nice absolutely. like sub-zero sleeping bags and just put it in there with you overnight. Oh, much better. I was thinking of a warm crevice. <laughs> somewhere well, so i, I mean i have no cool. doubt that it's possible i mean human beings existed throughout most of our history without indoor heating and stuff like that it just doesn't sound very pleasant yeah, we you, also killed animals and took their skin so let's throw that out there too yeah. that we bear also, looks warm uh, okay. we also lived on the uh, edge of starvation okay. also available but why yeah that, that, I, I know i do i would like to throw this out there while i'm on the air there are a lot of homeless people out there, and there are a lot of homeless vets. And around the Christmas times, Thanksgiving, Christmas, they they really suffer a lot because they don't have anybody really to talk to. I mean, to it's hard for them to relate, so they get depression, uh, super depressed. But I can tell you this: I can go up there and give them a dollar, and it's their dollar, even though it's paper money. They can go buy something with it. But if I give it to the government, to the state of New Mexico, 
they might see 10 cents of the dollar, maybe. More like 80. The, gov- the, gov- the government will steal almost everything. They got too many agencies, too many administrators, too many people running around doing pushing oh, paperwork. Yeah. That, that, that's a good point. Um, I've I've always been a fan of giving money to homeless people and you know panhandlers and stuff like that. There's because- signs around New Hampshire though. It says, "Don't give it to panhandlers. We'll take care of them for you." Oh yeah, the the only the- and I ignore those signs with all of the diligence that a law-abiding citizen should ignore such immoral and grotesque signs. Well, the the only major homeless problem in that. Manchester is because of uh, heroin. See, I don't care. If if someone's homeless and they want to use it to buy heroin, I I don't care what they're using it for. I'm just trying to make their life better. If they want to use that money that they could to make their life better to instead get a fix. If you're willing to give that dollar, that dollar should be given unconditionally. That's how I feel about it. I'm with you there. But we also have Robert calling from South Carolina. Robert, you're on Free Talk Live. Yes, I... I heard the rate, the guy who was talking about the extremely cold temperatures, he mentioned going down to about 30 degrees below zero. I know that Siberia can go up to 60 degrees below zero. That's quite a bit colder. But I also um, trained a guy to uh, work in a, a uh, diamond mine in Siberia. And um, he was telling me about the conditions up there. And he said that it's so cold that you can't expose any of your skin to the to the to the out to the weather and in the Siberian coal diamond mine and he said that they have a system worked out with tubes so that you don't even have to urine the men don't even have to expose themselves to urinate it's it's all built in so that they so it's to, to that extreme it's it's funny they have themselves protected so that's why I wonder to myself if you can ever get get used to that kind of coldness I can't imagine it that's just what I wanted to say I mean I know intellectually that negative 60 is a lot colder than negative 30 and I know that negative 30 is a lot colder than like negative three but at a certain point it's all just cold. too damn cold for yep. a human being to deal with I'm with you and I, I think here in New Hampshire, it reached like negative seven or something at one point during my first year here. And it hasn't really gotten that cold since. It's fallen down to zero a few times, but it's just, it's just cold and I've miserable. I've seen three on my dashboard, and that might have been the coldest I've like recorded. I don't know. Back in Colorado, uh, for our winter camping, we'd like get special awards for however uh, many degrees below zero you had to tolerate. Um, I think 14 was the highest one uh, while I was in Scouts. 14 degrees below zero? Yeah. Whew. Okay. It's miserable. Well, learn to build a Quonset. Or live in a society that has indoor heating. That's my preferred go-to. And I mean, even even wood burning is an, an is an option for indoor heating. I, I wonder if uh, David in New Mexico has tried that. You know, just get yourself a little wood stove there. It's got to be fairly it simple. Didn't seem like he wanted to. He wanted well, to toughen up. I imagine the the biggest difficulty it. with that would be the uh, airflow problems. He doesn't want to give up that last two degrees of difference between the inside and outside by uh, opening a window. Yeah, I, so it doesn't sound like it's for me, but I'm not one to go camping anyway. I know a lot of people who do like going camping, and they seem to enjoy that, and they like hiking in the mountains and all of that. That's just not my thing, to each their own. Well, when society collapses, they will be the survivors. Uh, no, because all of the people who don't engo- enjoy going camping will have gotten so sick of hearing them talking about how much they love hiking and camping that they'll have had their heads bashed in. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm betting on the campers in the head-bashing Olympics. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. 
I don't know who I would. I, I don't think it's going to get to that point anyway. Campers but, versus non-campers. Totally betting on the campers in a straight-up club fest. Well, define camper because most of the people I know who talk about enjoying camping are talking about going and parking an RV out in the woods and enjoying all the amenities of modern society just in a remote location. And those don't count. Oh, I don't know very many very many people out there going, man. I need to go pitch Although, a tent in the White Mountains in Denver, New Hampshire. 603-283-6160. There is more coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Yeah! It is Free Talk Live. We're invited to join in. Take control of the airwaves, talk about whatever is on your mind, because that's what we do here on Free Talk Live. We empower you, the listener, to share your thoughts and opinions on national radio, the social media, not so, well, social media, I guess, technically, video platforms, the internet, on close to 200 national radio stations. And if you value that, if you value the ideas of liberty coming from the Hosts here at Free Talk Live, you may consider joining the AMPS program. That's amps.freetalklive.com, as Shooty here has done. It only costs $5 per month. That's our Patreon, by the way. That gets you in. We're no longer using the old program. We've migrated to Patreon because it's a lot easier and the back end broke and all sorts of other How nonsense. How mainstream of us. Yeah, well, I mean, we didn't really have an option once the credit card price was like, oh, you're Free Talk Live? You're you're those people who are like being charged with like crypto stuff, right? Yeah, no. Of course, they never said that, but... It's obvious. We're, we're left to assume that's what happened there. So we had to look into alternatives, and of course, the obvious one is Patreon. That's amps.freetalklive.com. They'll take you directly there. Or if you're already on Patreon, I guess you can just look for Free Talk Live and find us there. But amps.freetalklive will take you directly there. And as Shooty has done it, five bucks per month is all it takes to get you in. There are a number of tiers, but five bucks per month gets you in. That's amps.freetalklive.com. Let's go to the phones. We have Randy calling from Arkansas. Randy, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Uh, government and business can run the American farmer out of business, American rancher out of business. They can make a hamburger for everybody in the world one cow now. With what now? You broke up a bit. Huh? You broke up a bit. Can you repeat that last thing? They can feed the entire world with what? Without a cow, I think. One cow. Oh, one cow. One cow. They can feed everybody in the world a hamburger with one cow using stem cells. Oh, okay. And if government business make beef high enough, It'll be feasible, I don't know what the break-even price is, to make meat in a factory with stem cells. Well, as we talked about here a few months ago on the show, they, they don't want people eating meat. They want people eating, like, peanuts and, made out of bugs and stuff like that. Not peanuts made out of bugs. Um, it was some sort of flour made out of pe- made out of crickets oh, yeah. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Cricket flour, yeah. yeah. And th- there was some sort of push from one of these... Uh, evil NWO style organization, New World Order style organizations. Like you know, the people in the future should should learn to eat bugs because it's more sustainable. It's environmentally friendly to yeah, hunt crickets in your backyard. So they they don't want people eating meat and cows, whether it's lab grown or actually grown on a farm. They want people eating crickets and grasshoppers Some and stuff out of their like backyard. Meat, though, like beef. Yeah, See, I like well, meat. Uh, maybe yeah, maybe fan. I'm in maybe I'm in the minority here. 
I don't, I, maybe not the government part of it, but I don't have a problem with cricket protein or fake lab meat. I don't have a problem with fake lab more meat. People, right? If, if look, starvation is an issue. Yeah, it's made in a lab. Right. But if, if, we're, if the current food production is leaving the vast, uh, vast numbers of people hungry, right? Maybe not in the United States, right? But certainly in other countries. Right, and they come up with the technology that allows mm, those so. people to be fed. Less and less, so sure, but why? Because there was GMOs and advancements in technology. Well, I'll tell you this much: the more government interference we have in that, the longer it's going to take us to feed those people. I, I would agree with that. But the advancements in technology or alternatives that get those people fed, I can't, it's hard for me to be against that. Well, in and, favor of the American rancher. Well, and. Well, and that's the question. So, are you are you talking about? Uh, is it better than starvation? Sure. Yeah. Is it better than cow? No. No. But if you can't get a cow, right? See, and- I, I have to agree with you on this one. I don't want to eat crickets and bread made out of cricket juice or whatever it is they make it out of. I don't want to do that. But if it keeps someone else from starving, sure. If that's what they got to right. do, that's fine. It's just not a choice for me. I'm an American. Yeah, we. Ha- I have money to buy beef if I want to. Right, but if you, but if I don't you were given a loaf of bread that was like made with cricket flour and it just tasted like white bread, would you care? Probably. You okay. I mean, those it's gross. It's called cricket powder. Well, yeah. I mean, knowing what's in a thing is critical to whether or not one is going to enjoy it. Right. I know. I would totally have cricket bread. Okay. No, I think how it tastes is critical as whether or not you're going to enjoy it. See. I wouldn't because uh, lobster tastes fantastic. But the last time I ate some, I just all I saw was a giant bug on the plate, <laughs> yeah. and it didn't matter how good it was; it yeah. wasn't appetizing, and I didn't eat it. So because the best thing for you bug. is to be fed lobster without being told it's lobster. Because like, what is this mystery meat? It's delicious. Sure, yeah. <laughs> but you said if I point. was told that it was cricket bread, it tasted just like white bread, would I be fine with it? Yeah. The answer is uh, no, because okay. the mindset's a bigger deal to me. I mean, if you so, want to be deceitful and secretly feed, feed me cricket bread instead of normal bread Here, that's on you here's some average american white bread aria enjoy your <laughs> pb and j <laughs> but i don't I, i'm not one of these libertarians who is all against gmos and stuff like that yeah, i see nothing but good things. i think it's dangerous to become dependent on them I in mean, what it, way it, well okay so we we have limited information on what the long-term effects of genetically modified organisms are right Largely because they're kind of a new invention. Right. Okay. So if it turns out that, like, down the road we find out, oh, well, it takes, like, three generations for this to happen, but this terrible, terrible thing happens, and we're completely reliant on GMOs to stop starvation, I think that's a big problem. So if you're in the wealthy class and you can afford Wagyu beef or the all-American rancher's beef and you don't have to go buy these GMO products – then you are not affected by this. Well, so here's one thing. If I want not GMO, I have to buy organic. There you go. That's Good a terrible, you're wealthy that's enough a to terrible idea. It. Like, why can't we just have, like, here's, uh, like, just like you can get the organic stamp on a thing, why don't we have a, this is a non-GMO product? They exist, don't they? No. I'm... I have never seen a stamp that says non-GMO. And because that's thing, non-GMO like, is the default Really? That's a good point. <laughs> you sure about that? In in the grand scheme of things, yes. Hmm. Right? If it's not if it's not altered from its original state, right? You don't have to say like this well, has been unaltered. I mean, there's the, an entire is it hold on, the standard hold on. as far hold on. as hold on. Hold on. Because organisms. A, hold on, sure. Lee, because you're just as far you're, as products, Lee, maybe not. 
There's an entire project here called the non-gmoproject.org, and there are all sorts of sticker rolls here for pe- for grocery stores to use. The issue is that you just may not be shopping at places that all- offer these alternatives, or they simply label them organic instead. But I'm not sure I'm seeing much of a difference between non-GMO and organic. I'm not a fan of Oh, those the- totally different. So yeah, like, two different definitions. If you, if you use a bunch of uh, chemical pesticides and herbicides in whatever you're making, but you're not like cutting into the the genome and altering stuff then it's non-gmo but it's not organic and one of the problems with these labels is the government defines what those words mean right also true and and i would love to have non-gmo food available that's not organic because organic means i'm gonna pay twice as much okay and i i I can't always do that, and I would prefer to have the option to go, yeah, I'd rather not do GMOs when I can avoid it. And I'm sure it'll be a price hike, but probably not nearly yeah. as much as because the, the the requirements for organic are stringent. So if you're that level above poverty, right, or levels below poverty, and like you don't, you're not going to pay that price anyway – Hey, but here's this cricket flour that you can make like 15 loaves of bread with for 95 cents. And it's probably right, at the Dollar Tree. It's probably non-GMO, right? Could be. I don't know. Who cares? I mean, would they gem- genetically modify crickets so that they could produce more flour? I'd assume Seems not. They're going to if it gets popular, right? <laughs> if it if it gets popular enough, then the margins will be cut. Um, I did want to mention before the break, though, that since we're talking about buying beef, that the biggest thing that the government does to interfere with this process is they subsidize the absolute crap out of ranchers in America. So the price of beef in our supermarket is way lower than it should be if it was just market forces. And I know that's not doing us any favors health-wise. I think that a an amount of meat is a good idea in general, but we are probably having way more meat in our diet than we ought to just by uh, by the market forces and our own decisions. So does the caller, the American rancher, need more protection from the government? He's got plenty of government assistance as it is. I, I would agree. Everyone needs more protection from the government, yes. as in... Something protecting them from the government doing harm against them. Not what I meant, but I I know. 603-283-6160. Coming up, a story about camels getting Botox and a controversy over a camel beauty pageant. Free Talk Live, and with you tonight, it's been Aria, Beakless Mountaineer, and Rich Rich. And we've been alluding to it all night, but it looks like we're finally going to have an opportunity to get into it now. Something out of Saudi Arabia, why would, of, of course it would be Saudi Arabia too. Rich, you have the story here, let's just get into we've it. We've teased it all night. <laughs> All night. It's the only thing. The story is, there are camel beauty pageants. That's the crux of the story. Botox camels banned from $66 million beauty pageant. Saudi Arabia. Not only is there a camel beauty pageant, but it's got $66 million on the line, and people are using Botox on their camels in order to win this beauty pageant. Yeah, You're starting to get the picture. Subheadline: There's a thing called a Botox camel. <laughs> Saudi Arabia has disqualified some forty camels. Forty how, out of how how many does that represent in this camel beauty pageant? It, 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 it does not say, or if it says it says it way further in the article. 
Now, I, I realize I sound terrible. You know, uh, camels are big in Saudi Arabia and the Middle East in general. I'm not mocking the idea of the pageant because it's camels. I also laugh at the idea of dog pageants. Okay. So it's not a cultural thing. It's not stupid to me because they're camels. It's stupid to me because they're parading animals around in beauty pageants. Just wait until Fluffy the Poodle gets disqualified because they're going to start using Botox on the poodles now. Honestly, I'm surprised it hasn't already happened. Maybe it's maybe it's, maybe it's it's not an all-natural category like these camel categories are. <laughs> it's like bodybuilding. You got the all-naturals and the, yeah, we know you use steroids. 40 camels banned or disqualified from its lucrative annual beauty contest for the animals on the grounds that they received Botox injections, facelifts, and other cosmetic touch-ups to become more attractive. (laughs) Well, to be fair, having seen a camel, they could use a facelift. Okay. So you're agreeing with this. And to beautify the camels, they need they need some work done. I, I, this this sort know. of implies the existence of plastic surgeons who specialize in working on camels. I'm sure there are. Hey, man, when you have the oil reserves that Saudi Arabia does, <laughs> you can afford this type of thing. And, you know, the absolute protection of the largest global empire of all time. Doesn't hurt. Describing it as the biggest ever crackdown on such tampering and deception... The Saudi press agency reported on Wednesday that the animals were barred from the Miss Camel pageant. Miss Camel. Miss Camel. Miss Camel 2021. Uh, Is there a Mr. Camel beauty pageant, I I wonder? I don't know. Held during the popular King Abdulaziz Camel Festival. The what? King Abdulaziz Camel Festival. So there's a festival celebrating these camels and no, there's a beauty pageant we've got pumpkin festivals pumpkins don't grow so well down there so they've got camel festivals because there is an abundance of camels there there are an abundance of camels the event which began earlier this month invites breeders to compete for a 66 million dollar prize you know i was curious what a beauty what a beautiful camel looks like and <laughs> and we put up a mirror <laughs> Wow. No, these articles, though, that come up, they they have a shocking lack of camels in the articles. Okay. I mean, the the one that I'm reading from has uh, two camels where I can see the face, and one looks like it's smiling at me, so I don't know if that's the Botox or what's going on in that one. It's probably the Botox. Okay. Noting that specialized and advanced technology was used to detect the artificially enhanced camels the SPA warned that event organizers will impose strict penalties on manipulators with the intention of halting all acts of tampering and deception in the beautification of camels. The- I'm surprised anyone's spending any amount of time or energy into beautifying camels. Look, with a $66 million prize on the line, if I had money to invest in beautifying a camel... It may be worth a shot. Well, I'm sure it's pretty It's pretty much the same thing as the people that spend money souping up their cars. Only, you know, cars don't work really well through that sandy of an environment. Which is why you need the camel. At this year's event held in the desert near the capital city, Riyadh, authorities found that dozens of breeders had stretched out the lips and noses of their camels, used muscle-boosting hormones, injected their heads and lips with Botox to make them bigger, inflated body parts with rubber bands, and used face-relaxing fillers. That sounds like a lot of work. Sounds like a suburban housewife. 
<laughs> oh god <laughs> such artificial arctic alterations are strictly prohibited at the contest where judges pick the winner according to the shape of its head neck hump dress and posture in recent years organizers have reportedly used ultrasound scans and x-ray machines to confirm whether the animals have received cosmetic enhancements how much time that camel got a hump job yeah how much time do you have to spend looking at camels in order to be able to tell the difference between any two random camels i mean these are breeders this is like their life's work that's true like, yeah but the judges pick, okay where do you find a judge who has viewed enough camels to be like yes this one here it doesn't win its eyebrow is just slightly too group droopy or that's the saudi difference arabia. between this in, camel in, and that camel that. in the prisons of saudi arabia <laughs> where they haven't been able to lay eyes on anything in years and now you show them this beaut of a camel and their humps according to the telegraph camels found to have been artificially enhanced are banned from the competition for two years and can even be added to a blacklist circulated by authorities their owners can also be fined up to 100,000 uh, 100, Saudi uh, reals, uh, $26,000 roughly. But some breeders in the multi-million dollar industry have apparently defended these alterations on aesthetic grounds and pushed back against the band. The beauty- so I, I had to look into it because I was curious. You know, what, Please, what, all the research you want to do on this. <laughs> what is the criteria... By which they're judging these camels. As you mentioned, there's four. There's coat, neck, head, and hump. Yep. For the coat, a natural appearance with shiny hair of a clearly definable color. The brighter the hair, the more beautiful the pageant entrance is entrance is continued to be. No hair coloring, tattooing, or other cosmetic cosmetic modification is so allowed. So if I breed an albino camel, yes. I can get sixty million dollars for it. Well, Almost makes it worth it all of a sudden, doesn't it? You would do. Okay. I don't see you finding any other way to make sixty million dollars around here. Well, you would do okay in at least one category. Okay. Uh, the neck must be long, wide, and elegant and lean. Two words which seem to contradict the ones that came before it. Neither overly overly full nor skinny. The area between the neck and hump should be long and strong. The head should be large and upright, as well as proportioned to the rest of the body. Lips are pouty and pendulous. With the upper lip being cleft, chin is visible from the front and side, and eyes are wide with long, dark lashes. <laughs> eyes, ears are long, furrowed, and pricked up, and also keep the sand out. Okay, good, because for a minute there, I wasn't sure we were still talking about camels. <laughs> <laughs> the hump should be Those large and lips. shapely, in the, uh, in the usual position close to the back. A good posture and a large hump may increase a camel's chance of winning. So, yeah, they're disturbing of the head and their disturbing image of how they judge the head and the face is creepy. And I want to forget that I ever read them describing the long, dark lashes (laughs) of the most beautiful camels. The beauty pageant is the main attraction at the month-long festival, which also includes camel races and markets. But the beauty pageant is more exciting than the camel races. I mean, I might have more fun at the camel race. Personally. I would imagine okay. the camel race would be significantly more fun. The gala ties. Did you see the eyelashes on that one? And why aren't they doing jousting events? Honestly. But, but, 
Probably that's what you need. You need emu drumsticks and camel jousting. That's what we need to perk up these uh, Saudi Arabian uh, events here. These these beauty camels should be the ones presenting the trophy to the winner of the camel race. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a terrific development. Of they, this they, story. they can drop the the handkerchief at the start of the race. Could could be worse. You know, they could have all sorts of other weirder things they're judging on. You know, spit viscosity, things like that. Hey, man, that's next year's event. All right. That's the winter sport. That, that's the Camel Olympics. <laughs> yeah, there you go. The gala ties into the camel's traditional role in the oil-rich kingdom's nomadic Bedouin roots. Similar, albeit less lucrative, beauty contests are held across the region. End of the article. I, If ever there was going to be a country that had camel beauty pageants, I would expect it to be Saudi Arabia, just as you said. They've got the oil. They've got the money. They can do this sort of nonsense that they want. Turns out these unlimited monarchies have some really strange things that they do. How did it start? How did they put together the first camel beauty pageant? My camel is better than your camel. Oh, what a bet. Let's I'm find yours is judge. faster, but mine is prettier. I'm going to end up on Wikipedia tonight looking at the history of camel beauty pageants. So thanks so much for that. But we're out of time for tonight. You can join us in the meantime on our chat server. That's chat.freetalklive.com. 